Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science can coexist peacefully. This was their finest. Hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nate. And I'm Sean. Anyway, yeah. a few months ago, there was this thing called monkeypox. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, we did an episode about it. We actually released it much later than when we recorded, yeah. by which a little bit of the information had become outdated. Yeah. Just like the spread of it. You know, at, when we recorded our first episode, there was like, you know, a handful of cases of monkeypox. It was just making the news. I think, uh, you know, news sites had a kind of muscle memory about pandemics. And so even though monkeypox wasn't necessarily massive, there were some hints of a community spread that were really perturbing. And so it became big news. Uh, luckily, in the meantime, monkeypox is gone. <laughs> so we wanted to issue a uh, correction. Uh, yes, this is a Petri dish official apology yeah, yeah. <laughs> for stoking the fears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Liberal paranoia. All right. So so that's of course not true. In reality, monkeypox has has blossomed into <laughs> yes. eleven thousand cases in the United States alone. It's like it's had its debutante ball, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah. like now it's out. It's out there. And now all the football boys have had their way with you. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all uh, right. Yeah, I, saw, I caught glimpses of the newest Stranger Things season, so now I know football uh, jocks are very dangerous. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. are very dangerous. You should just watch the season. Why are you watching snippets? I don't know. I saw the last five minutes and it wasn't my thing. Oh my god, you are such a chunny. <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's like crying. <laughs> ah! And then Max chick is like, eh, I'm that ready. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you're dead. It's <laughs> like, you're not dead, no. Well, okay, okay. No spoilers uh, yeah, there, by yeah. the way. Hashtag I like no spoilers. <laughs> um, okay, but look, so before we go too much further, I wanted. What? Uh, is it Isaac? Is his name? Who's the guy who likes Max? He's uh, like a main character. Yeah. Isaac? I thought he was going to like, I thought he was going to beat up that jock and then shoot him point blank in the head. And when he didn't, I was like, that's enough shit you think for me. Well, he copped out a little bit. Hold on. Did you actually watch the show up to that point or you just popped in no, I for did. like that moment? He, and then You want to like, know the start. literal moment I popped in? Okay. So I saw one moment uh, at some point, I don't know, when, uh, you know, Big Dick is Hopper. Hopper is like in a prison cell in Russia. Yeah. And I was like, jump the shark. I, like, <laughs> I was like, I have no clue what's going on. I walk out of the room. Not because it was bad. I was just like, I don't have any fucking clue what's happening. Yeah. Um, then the next time I walk back in, there's some like weird long haired guy on a bicycle who's like, he's like, ah. And then he's like, gets off his bike and he's running, doing whatever he's doing quite well. And then he has flashbacks where he's like, like, wait, I'm not going to run anymore. It's going to be a lot more effective if I just die now. Well, you jumped he, like, way stops, later. Stops, <laughs> right? He like stops. He puts out this garbage can thing, and he and I thought this was so funny. He's like, ah, and like all these bad things are hitting him, and like none of them are killing him yet. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I was like flying into his like trash can. I was like, I was like, who's Eddie Van Halen you, over here? You know? <laughs> well, that's a that's an excellent reference. You are like 90% of the way to understanding something about this season. Of <laughs> so, so you I've always it. known it's all references. <laughs> well, okay. That's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah. So look, 
Let's not dilly-dally any further. All right. The audience doesn't know how long we just dilly-dallied for, but Ooh. let's not dilly-dally any further. This right. episode is about monkeypox. We're going to give you a little update on this current state of things, yeah. but we're also going to talk about some kind of interesting science that's been happening in the background to try to understand why monkeypox is doing something pretty different from what it's been doing for the decades that it's been around. Right. right. And so we have a little bit of a scientific update on the ways Very that cool. monkeypox has been mutating. Yeah. To refer to Sean's reference, there's a lost 10 minutes a very, very controversial rant of mine on Stranger Things Season 4. Ask Sean for, for truth. Release the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All, all right. right. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, guys, so Sean has this awesome title here, Catherine Hagel, 46 Mutations. <laughs> um, is that how you say your name? Uh, it's Hegel, maybe, but it doesn't matter. We're not actually in that section. We're in this section, but yeah, I'd like Fuck. it anyway. You're very cute. All right, so the, what's the current state of the monkeypox? We already mentioned there's 11,000 cases in the United States. Uh, there's also a bunch in Europe, right? Yeah, so worldwide, at the time of this recording, Don't care about less, the rest of the world. Well, there's not enough white people. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. This is important. Europe and America. There's like, at the time of this recording, 32,000 confirmed cases worldwide. Wow. And about a third of them are in Europe. And 18... And there's 18,000 oh. of them in... Oh, sorry. Ah. A third of them are in the U.S. and 18,000 are in Europe. And so when you put the U.S. and Europe together, that's about 90% of the cases... Wow. ...outside of Africa. Right. From the parts of Africa where it's endemic. So we should but, probably not call this monkeypox. We should call it... On three. One, two, three. Cracker box! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, so mostly <laughs> Europe and America. Wow. What changed in monkeypox that it, it didn't, it, despite being endemic in Africa, didn't really infect that many people, and all of a sudden it's affecting a shit ton of people outside of Africa? Yeah. Whoa! Maybe that's what our episode's about. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it is a really good question, though, because... Um, we haven't f- completely figured this one out yet. Yeah, but that is what the rest of the episode is going to be about. And but yet I just the band plays on. I just I do <laughs> I do want to say that even with thirty two thousand confirmed cases, that is definitely an undercount. Right. Okay, because like not everywhere in the world is looking for cases of monkeypox right now. There's a lot of ways that monkeypox can kind of slip under the radar in terms of diagnosis. Right, and you know I think the broader sense of this is that monkeypox is in every. WHO region really? worldwide. It's in Asia? Yeah. Oh my God. It is in Asia. Uh, there is evidence of community spread in a lot of those regions, though right. not necessarily all of them. Right. So Asia is an example of a place where it's hard to tell if there's community spread yet. Right. But there are some cases in some Asian countries. Right. And, you know, this is a global outbreak. It is a global outbreak. Like, whether we call it a pandemic or not, a lot of people want to kind of define that based off of how much it disrupts our daily life. Right. Uh, but it is definitely global. We're all kind of touchy. Everyone's like kind of triggered by the word pandemic right now in different yes. ways. Yes. And I think there's like, a lot. I get triggered because I'm like checks from the government. Yeah. Hanging out at home playing video games. Where's my monkey pox check? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, dude. Or come cracker on. pox. Come on, Uncle Joe. Give me, give me them cracker pox Uncle bucks. Joe Mansion. <laughs> Inflation reduction. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, and Aunt Cinema helping out those investors. Am I right? <laughs> if, well, I mean, someday I'll be a rich investor. Yeah, so we be. can't cut their taxes. Exactly. Wait, wait. 
we can cut their tax, or we shouldn't raise their taxes. Yes. There okay. we go. Anyway. There we go. Okay, okay. Let's take a not break. Let's take like a five second awkward pause. Everyone breathe for a moment. Yeah. <sighs> Monkey pox mutations. Yeah. Okay, so what's the deal, Sean? Um, something must really weird. There must be something really rotten in the state of monkeypox for it to be spreading all of a sudden this way. Yeah, so there's not really very many cases where monkeypox has spread between people, you know, where there's been community spread outside of the places where it's endemic. Right. And even in the places where it's endemic, you don't see that much community spread. It's usually right. a rodent population right. will have the sort of incorrectly named monkeypox. And that'll get spread yeah. into people. Right? Yeah, like, I feel like when I was a kid, I never heard about monkeypox. And it never had, like, an Ebola moment, right? Like, every once in a while, Ebola, like, ah, scares everybody uh, for good reasons. Um, seems like monkeypox was kind of different back then, man. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's like MS-13. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, MS-13 is pretty universally recognized to be much more dangerous than monkeypox. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, uh, so, now, all of a sudden... Monkeypox is running around on the global scale, but why? Yeah. So scientists were trying to answer that question by looking in at the monkeypox genome, mm. right? And sequencing that genome and comparing it mm. to past versions of the monkeypox But some virus. of them touched it without gloves, and now they've become gorilla pox. Um. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> gorilla pox. So, so it's sort of like how we looked at the virus that causes COVID, SARS-CoV-2, and we saw some, like, spike mutations with, like, the Omicron right. variant, right? Yeah. And that could explain why Omicron's a little bit better at spreading than, like, the alpha chain was. So that's it. what happened. Or the alpha strain. That's what we tried to do, oh. right? And so uh, we took a look at the monkeypox genome by sequencing right. the DNA of the right. virus. But monkeypox, if you look at it too close, it could be a wave or a particle. So it's like, what do we do? <laughs> How can we fight a war against an enemy we cannot discern, Sun Tzu? This is <laughs> Alpha Centauri. This this is fried chicken energy that you guys are hearing right now. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sugar. <laughs> That's why Nathan's acting this way. It was sweet chicken. Yeah, exactly. Sweet and a little spicy. Yeah, um, just like us. Wow. So you had um, vinegar. So we looked in at the DNA, and I can tell you upfront what we did not see. Yeah. We did Spikes. not see any mutation that clearly oh. explains why monkeypox is spreading better. It's interesting. So at that point, to follow Sherlock Holmes, uh, it has to be metaphysics. <laughs> it has to be the implausible. Oh, right? yes, when all the other options are gone. Right? It must be God. So, <laughs> so that said, we are seeing noticeably more mutations than we would expect. Right. Okay. So monkeypox is a certain kind of virus. It's all a right. double-stranded DNA virus. Okay. Which is not like SARS-CoV-2. Yeah. Okay. What really stupid media property was like, they have three sets of DNA. Uh, yeah, the X-Files. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that made me angry. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, so I was very bummed out about so that. There's such a DNA up in there. Yeah, yeah. There was like, oh, it's triple-stranded DNA. I was like, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> You sons of bitches. <laughs> David Duchovny, you sexy slut. Get out of here. Um, anyway. Give me more small towns that eat people. Yeah. yeah. There's so many good stories to be, and like, I, you know. Fluke man doesn't make a shitload of sense, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That's just fun, right? It is funny at the end where they're looking at gross water and they're like, what if all the things we put in the water made a big worm man? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, it was good for 54 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. 
<laughs> that's just at, at that point you can turn it off and you, you still got most of the yeah, episode yeah, right yeah. this other one was like like 15 minutes in they were yeah. like this dna Slut has up. triple helix <laughs> get the fuck. all right all right uh yep great so still mad <laughs> i'm still very hot about it um SARS-CoV-2 is an RNA virus, yeah. to contrast it to monkeypox virus. Right. RNA viruses uh, make use of polymerases, which are the things that like kind of read and make a copy of your DNA or RNA. Right. They use polymerases that are kind of shitty. Yeah. They move fast, but make a lot of mistakes. Right. Whereas double-stranded viruses, they make amyloid beta plaque that, like, you can't even see through it. So you're like, ah, <laughs> like, where's the protein? Because <laughs> it's, like, no. it's like clogging up your microscope. <laughs> Those are unrelated, but yeah. So, but so he's on ligamers. DNA polymerase, the kinds of polymerases that get used for DNA viruses, yeah. generally make fewer mistakes. Right. Okay. Right. And some versions of DNA polymerase are actually very risk averse. And so mm. actually like in our bodies, when our bodies are copying our DNA over and over again, it typically uses a very risk averse DNA polymerase. It takes its time to make a really good fidelity yeah, not copy. Not me, dude. I got a third eye on my asshole. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Because I just, like, what's it, what? just what's copying. What's it doing down there? Because the DNA's like copying an ass off a fax machine, baby. It's just like shooting copies out. So, <laughs> so like most, most humans besides Nathan, monkeypox is actually pretty conservative when it comes to mutations. Interesting. Right wing pox. So typically, it has maybe one mutation a year or so. That's like the typical rate for monkeypox. All right. All the way up until about 2017. All right. And then starting in 2017, monkeypox has been generating a mutation at a rate much closer to like one a month. Oh, shit. Which is, you know, 10 to 12 times faster than it had been previously. Damn, dude. So like... 2017. That's yeah. the first year of the Trump administration. It's one of the documents he took yeah, from the White when House. he got sworn in. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, that's dude. the connection. Yeah, dude. Trump flew. <laughs> He made it, dude. It's Trump pox. He had sex with the monkey pox smile. Okay, so we don't totally know why in 2017 we started seeing this increased rate of mutation. Right. But one thing we can do is look at those mutations. This is where science needs to draw from other disciplines, like political science. And just, and just look into the world science. First year of Brexit. What happened in 2017? Yeah. Okay, like fucking think about that year. Um, so when you look at the kinds of mutations you get, Right. You can kind of like, you know, list out all the mutations that happened. What what letter did that DNA start as and what did it change into? Well, D. Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, duh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep Why going. is this happening? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep That's going. not even one of the letter options. Uh, the, the, <laughs> DNA. The, 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 the letters of the base pairs for DNA yes. are C, T, G, and A. Yeah. Right. And so in. Uh, you can remember that because it's GTA Compton. Which is an unreleased spinoff of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great, great. That's how you 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 ever like. What are the base pairs? You're like, oh, GTA, Compton. <laughs> Luckily, I put in all the work to have a PhD, so I just remember those four letters. Oh, but yeah. This is a pod shot. There's like listeners. You're such a narcissist. I don't know if they're gonna sit around being like, oh, an unreleased and non-existent, <laughs> you know, title in the franchise of Grand Theft Auto. GTA Compton. It's that easy. Okay, look. So, if you were to list out all of those mutations, okay, before 2017. If you were to look at those mutations, they would seem kind of random. Right. One letter would change it to another letter. There's no real pattern there. Mm. Okay. Oh. But 
patterns. Starting in 2017, we actually do see that there's a pretty clear pattern oh, of the letter G turning into the letter A. Okay? In fact, out of 176 just, mutations... Just all the Gs turn into As? Uh, not all of them. Yeah. But Probably out of, out of lot, 176 right? mutations... Yeah. 169 of them were Gs turning into As. So what number? 169 of them. Yeah, <laughs> 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 brother! <laughs> that's, that's good. Gs into A's. I'm glad you derailed me <laughs> for a 69 joke. <laughs> that's excellent. Um, I'm glad you said joke. <laughs> so G, Gs turning into A's. Okay. Yes. Right. And the reason why that's important is because when mutations are random... That's kind of more indicative of like polymerases making mistakes and stuff like that. Yes. But oh. certain things in our environment, even on a cellular level, can cause specific signatures of mutations. Right. Especially sentience, right? Like, what? Hear me out. What if like all the monkey poxes became a hive mind and were like, turn G to A? You know, and then they did that, and it was like, good, and it worked, right? And they got so confident now, that they're like, let's infect more people, turn emojis to A's, yes! Moments like this are how I know that you're a storyteller. You know I mean? <laughs> Such rich arcs. You're so good at it. Um, for example. Just like the guys who wrote Rome. Ass, more ass. <laughs> now kill him. <laughs> no ass. So, for example, yeah, UV radiation can mess up DNA and cause mutations. Okay, yeah. the mutation that UV tends to cause is C's getting turned into T's. Okay, so there's just certain kinds of mutations right. where if you see them a lot, you're like, oh, that's indicative of UV mutations. Okay, and turning a G into an A is also an example of a type of mutation. That's a signature for something. Specifically, a family of human proteins oh, shit. called ApoBec3. Okay. China. China. Did this. China. China. Yeah. You're no, pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jain dynasty. China. <laughs> um, okay. So let's take a break. Yes. And when we come back. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how a protein in our cells might be mutating viruses and giving them all kinds of funky times mutations. That's exciting. Okay. So, let's do that. Okay, woo! The following is an actual advertisement. Hey there, friends. It's Tess. And it's John from the podcast The Micro Moment. We're a wicked nerdy duo with five degrees of microbiology between us. And in our show, we discuss things like murder, superheroes, and aliens. Well, of the microbial world, that is. Such as pathogens, symbionts, microbiologists, and extremophiles. So if you like to get culture on your gut culture and discover your micro moment, then join us every other Tuesday. On the Micro Moment with Microbigals. See you there. All right, guys, we're back from our break. So APOBEC3 is yep. the protein we're talking about. This is a synthetic protein made by the Communist Party, right? Don't do it. <laughs> no, we like communists now. Okay, That's true. All, all of Gen Z is communist. Yeah, you and me always kind of did. Yeah. I like communist ideals, but I don't like communist food. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Actually. It's like a. I mean, first of all, half well, the time there is no food. I don't I, know if you know anything about the history of communism, but about half the time you just you're out. I guess so long as so long as we what are the bounds we're putting on communism, right? We're talking about Cuba, we're talking about the USSR. Are we counting China as communist? 
You know, I have a pet theory that China is functionally a conservative right-wing government now. Uh-huh. And that, like, proclaiming it as Marxist-Leninist is basically propaganda both for right-wing people in the West and for the Chinese government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of <laughs> like how, like, aggrandizing Al-Qaeda into a great, like, force of Islam benefited both Al-Qaeda and the Republican Party. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about, like, thinking of China as communist in some elemental way. Sure, sure. Uh, what are we talking about? This is all silly anyway. What about Vietnam? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of... I love pho. Yeah, right? <laughs> pho does have, like, a very communist quality about it, right? It it's like, does. It's it like... does. It's actually, it's, it's rooted yeah. in colonialism. Oh, really? It's another one of those kind of Frenchy things? What it was is, like, a couple of French techniques, but mainly having a lot of, like, scrap meat left over because the oh, French took the good cuts. that makes sense. And then it was like, how do we use these scrap cuts to still make something so that we can eat it? Somewhere, a Frenchman says, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we might as well pretend like that conversation didn't happen. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. Um, oh, no, I say we keep it. We might. That was we enlightened. Might. So, look. Apobec 3. Yeah. It's a protein family. Right. It was not made by the communists. <laughs> it's made by some communist bodies, but also some capitalist bodies. It's made by every human being. Yeah. <laughs> um, Except some dead ones. And uh, technically, the Apobec kind of broad family is found in a lot of different kinds of animals. All right. Okay. But... The Apobec 3 family specifically is kind of more stuck to placental mammals. And then humans specifically have a lot of versions of this protein. Okay. And the Apobec 3 ones are part of our defense system against viruses. All right. Okay. And the way that they work is they live in our cells. They're just hanging out. And they're on the lookout for any single strands of DNA floating around in our cells. Right. We don't like that. Yeah, because that's not really the way that our DNA is stored. Our right. DNA is not stored as like single little strands floating around. Right. So if any of those are around, they're probably from a virus that's actively invading that cell. Right. It's like our kids. So holy shit! <laughs> wow, you just Zimmerman the shit out of that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> holy shit! Uh, okay, let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. So Stacy. <laughs> Stacy, that one goes right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> okay. Um, so specifically, we discovered apobec three proteins because of their activity in trying to fight off HIV infection. Right. Okay. HIV is an RNA virus, but it needs to undergo a process called reverse transcription, where its RNA gets turned into a single strand of DNA. Right. And that's when the apobec three proteins would attack. And it. this is why we're all a little transgender. I mean, just to make more DNA, you gotta like reverse and go back and forth. You know? We all have male and female helixes. You know? <laughs> Some people even have three of them. It's not yet. <laughs> reverse transcriptase isn't even a human protein. It's from the virus. You're like literally the, like even in the most generous way to think about what you just said. It still doesn't fucking make any sense. Holy shit. Uh, oh man. Wow. Okay. So 
normally, ApoBec3 would see these little strands of HIV's DNA and basically fuck them up. They right. would be chopping off little bits of the base pairs of DNA right. and then making it so that when the virus tried to use that DNA for anything, it would get copied wrong and you'd basically be making a bunch of proteins that are all fucked up and don't work at all. Guys, reference alert, Mexican flag. Yeah. Tell me how this is like the Mexican flag. Right. So the way that ApoBec3 works is if you imagine a flag like the Mexican flag, yeah. as being like what your DNA is supposed to be coding for. Okay. ApoBec3 basically like cuts a big hole right in the center of the flag. Like cutting out the really cool like eagle. So I say Mexican flag is not a whole lot without the middle of it. I know, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But right, if you then right. gave that flag with the hole in the middle to someone and be like, hey, repair this, they might repair it into an Italian flag because they don't know any better, right? right? How would they know what was missing there? Dude. And it's the same thing with how the cell reacts when ApoBec3 fucks up the DNA. It might repair it wrong, and that creates a bunch of mutations. That's interesting. This is a good example of unintelligent design. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, there's no one up there. This is uh, Ikea furniture, ApoBec3. <laughs> All right? Yeah. This like the, a, the instructions are too sparse. It's like a strange little man just like pointing at a cog. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, there's not even a cog in this yeah, chair. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so the thing is that in this specific case of HIV, as like a little side story, HIV actually evolved to create another protein. Smart. Called VIF. And the whole point of VIF is to stop ApoBec3. Is there any disease as smart as HIV? HIV is just like three-dimensional chessing shit, right? Well, it doesn't like really think anything. <laughs> well, unless my th pet theory is right. <laughs> HIV is like, yeah, it's good. Reverse transcriptase. I mean, HIV is pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because it does a lot of stuff. Attacking immune cells is a stroke of genius. Except nothing's thinking. It's one so of those things right. where like, obviously there's a lot of terrible and loaded reasons why the Reagan administration didn't care about HIV. Yeah. But like one of the ones to give credit to Ronnie... One of the reasons he didn't care is because there was no way you're going to explain HIV to Reagan if he's going to, like, <laughs> understand you. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, the guy was eating jelly beans out of his mama's he, hand. He could the... barely remember where the jelly beans were. Yeah. Okay? Like, let's be real. That wasn't finding Iran or, con or the Contra on a map. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I can't do a Reagan accent. I was just like... <laughs> he's just... <"Mimmy."> was... <laughs> More jelly beans, mommy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like... He's like, reverse what, mommy? <laughs> Yeah, he was not going to get it. I yeah, agree with yeah. you. Um, okay. <laughs> a disease had never been so well designed for Ron Reagan to not understand <laughs> the problem at hand. Yes, it was It was over his head. Um, so there are a lot of ApoBec3 proteins, okay? One of them has been studied a lot because it's actually very good at fucking up viral DNA and having a pretty high chance of creating what are called stop codons. Okay. So stop codons are basically... Ribosomes read your RNA in order to make a protein. Yeah. And as it's going along and reading it, it eventually reaches a chunk of the RNA that tells the ribosome to stop. I like how you're, you're, you guys can't see this because it's an audiovisual format, but Sean's reading gesture yeah. is like pulling like cartons of paper out of an old computer. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's like pulling ticker tape because that yeah. is literally how ribosomes oh, read RNA. Oh, that's cool. The, 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 the motion like, I'm making is almost exactly the molecular they're like, motion. They're like ancient Latin peoples. They got to like sound out each one. <laughs> <laughs> like, as <laughs> weenie, weenie, weechie. Oh, yes, very lovely. Well, do you know that like there is a Bishop Ambrose who was like famously weird because he read silently. 
because that was like really oh, yeah, fucking right, right. hard because yeah, they didn't yeah, like have yeah. punctuation or spaces yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that dude was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Who reads silently? Well, we know he was weird because he believed in God, <laughs> whereas they thought he was weird because he read silently. <laughs> you fucking goofy bitch. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, one of the apobec three proteins, apobec. 3G, I think, is the mm. one. Um, is really good at making stop Causes codons. Cancer. It, well, hold on. Oh, well, I was joking. Wait, why do you 3G? know that? Oh, <laughs> I was okay. making a joke about wow. 3G. Okay, okay. I thought I thought you somehow saw a chunk of the notes I actually deleted because I didn't think we had enough time to talk about it. Sean, everything causes cancer anyway. ApoBec3 proteins. Some cancers seem to have a signature of mutations from them also. Really? That like somehow those cancer cells are like so fucked up on the inside that our own proteins think they're Damn. viral DNA. And like back three is like the deep state. It's way out of control. <laughs> it it, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> I mean, the deep state doesn't exist, everybody. Okay, just to be clear, Nathan and I are joking. Right. But to, to just appropriate a right-wing <laughs> framework for a second, yes. it's like the deep state. <laughs> so, um, so the ApoBec3 signature that we're seeing in monkeypox is not from the best studied one. Right. It seems to be from ApoBec 3A, maybe. Okay. And it's making mutations that are mostly either silent mutations or missense mutations. Right. And what that means is instead of basically the ribosome trying to make the protein and then it getting cut off randomly. Right. It's more like either it makes the protein just fine because it was a silent mutation. Right. Or... It's making the protein, and then one amino acid is different. And then it just keeps going. Right. And sometimes one amino acid is enough to totally fuck up a protein. Other times, it doesn't do anything bad. Maybe it makes the protein even a little bit better sometimes, right? So yeah. missense errors are kind of the place where you could rarely, but still possibly, see proteins become better. And if this is a virus protein, that could be very bad for us. Fascinating. Right? Um, so... What we've seen is that ApoBec3 signatures appear in other viruses. So I mentioned HIV as kind of one of the places where we discovered right. them first. But uh, they're also seen for uh, HPV and the human papillomavirus, right, that causes genital warts. Yeah. Right. And then also like hepatitis and things like that. It's kind of funny that's named after a city in Spain. Like, why do you think that is? <laughs> Somewhere the running the bulls happens? <laughs> pa pa Pamplona or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the deal? <laughs> it's kind of anti-Spanish. <laughs> well, I think it's their fault. I, I do think it's their fault, though. They probably invented it. Um, so we have seen ApoBec3 do this kind of mutation-y thing to other viruses. It's just we didn't think it could do it to monkeypox. Right. Monkeypox had never shown any indication it could before. Yeah. But that changed in 2017. Interesting. Suddenly, for some reason, we start seeing... These viruses that we have, you know, we've recorded the genome of, we've right. read it out, and we start seeing them accumulating mutations faster. Right. And those mutations, a vast majority of them, are ones that look like ApoBec3 mutations. They keep switching G's to A's. Yeah, dude. What are the other nucleotide letters? <laughs> it's it's GTA G G G G Compton. GTA Compton. <laughs> Use your fucking brain, people. <laughs> GTA Compton. <laughs> It's kind of amazing, you know, like, oh, so first of all, let me just say, uh, you know, it seems mysterious why in 2017 there was a shift, but also on some level, right, like on a long enough time span, this could plausibly randomly just happen, right? I mean, like, 
at a certain point, it could just randomly be the case that Apoback 3 has this effect on monkeypox. Do you see what I'm saying, right? Like, like maybe it's not... I mean, like, maybe there is some, like, cause that is mysterious that then we could ascertain, but maybe it's not mysterious. Maybe it's just, like, random, and, of course, a few years later, you get an epidemic out of it or a pandemic because that thing finally happened. Sure. Yes. I think scientists, being scientists, are, of course, curious about whys. Right, right. right? And so I think I, like them, I'm very curious about... 2017 and what exactly did change then right you know but at the same time maybe nothing changed right like maybe maybe just an apple back three whiffed it well but see the issue is not that it whiffed it once right it's that it's continuing to do it because we are seeing it now like a mutation a month kind of thing right Uh, the actual pacing has changed so it seems like an actual kind of paradigm shift in how monkeypox interacts with mm. Apoback 3. So we really should just go to the Wikipedia page for 2017, just like, what happened? Yeah, start looking through, okay? Maybe, like, a volcano erupted and, like, released some sulfur-based life forms that interacted with Apoback 3, or maybe, like, some aliens. I think there's, like, a non-zero you know? chance that Trump, like, got a guinea pig from Africa and, like, stuck it up his ass or something. <laughs> and, like, having the monkeypox virus so close to his asshole, right. like made it so that it was more accessible to Apobec 1, which is generally only in your intestines. Hilarious. And maybe, like, that was the thing. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what it was? Who knows what Trump did in 2017 to cause monkeypox? Yeah. But something happened. He did it. (laughs) What I like about this story is it reminds me a lot of Robert Patterson's Batman and Paul Dano's Riddler, right? Which is where, like, Batman, we think we're opposed to the Riddler, Mm -hmm. to monkeypox, but really... We're symbiotic. Mm, nice. Profound. Nice. Yeah. Like the Riddler could not do what he wanted to do without the Batman helping him. That's true. We could not turn monkeypox into what it is today without facilitating that. You know what I liked a lot about the Batman is for yeah. a really long time of it. Yeah. It's a pretty long movie. Yeah. For like two and a half hours, I was like, oh, this movie's about class struggle. And I'm actually on the side of the Riddler. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was, like, killing rich people. So I was like, fuck yeah. I'm just, like, less... I like killing rich people less than you do. No, I, I loved I, it. I did think about with Beverly Hills. I fucking loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, like, totally all in. And then the Riddler just turned out to be, like, this kind is a personal of, thing, actually. Yeah. And I was like, oh. A little lamer. Yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. I can feel better because I don't, I don't sympathize with the villain anymore. But, like, you know. The, well, here's my question to you, then. I yeah. mean, do you think Batman should die? He's, like, kind of like a rich guy, right? He's got to die eventually. Oh, well. <laughs> but he might not truly live. I'm just saying we can have a list. You know what I mean? Right, he can right, be right. lower on the list. Right, right, right. But eventually all the rich must be eaten. The DA wasn't really rich, was he? I mean, he was corrupt. It wasn't like a rich He, he had a pretty sweet house. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think, DAs, I think in fat, Gotham, fat cake. I think in Gotham, yeah. positions of power, some corruption. Okay. Yeah. Chicago. I mean, hey, Gotham. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I about to say? I don't um, know. I don't know. You know what I liked about the Batman yeah. is that it looked good. Yep. Um, the whole way through. That's true. That's true. I liked that about it. It looked like a graphic novel. Most superhero movies don't look that good. I, I remember you you being so excited about the the darkness part, right? Yeah. Where it's like you can't tell if Batman's there or whatever, and like yeah, you were so into that. I was like rock hard that whole movie and not just because i had to pee (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> because, uh, I'm the kind of guy who has to pee like 20 minutes in, and I'm like, oh no. That is like exactly the problem. Is I realized I needed. So, like, I went and peed first because yeah. I knew. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh, I think I need to pee again. Like, yeah. how far into the movie am I? Yeah. I like- and it was like. 35 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. I like saw Zoe Kravitz and I was like, I need to be. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So look, I think in summation, Monkeypox is mutating faster than we thought it would. Um, it's not necessarily mutating faster ever since this pandemic has started. Yeah. Right? It's been mutating faster for a few years now. When we look at each individual mutation, nothing's jumping out at scientists as being the one that makes it why this outbreak is happening so much further afield than normal. Right. So we're still not seeing that yet. But if you take any comfort in knowing the fact that scientists are very actively working on it and we have, you know, sequenced its genome many times over now. So there's a lot of people trying to figure it out, but it's still unclear. I think just the main thing is that it is definitely it is definitely out there in a way that it had not been previously so sean one through ten then because this is i feel like would always like this is like the scenario from a pandemic movie uh-huh. that you're like oh well that sounds silly but like if it mutates like so fast could it mutate into a version that's just gonna like wipe us all out well so okay it's mutating faster than it normally does yeah it's mutating slower than like COVID is Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's other viruses that definitely mutate faster than this virus is. It's just this one is mutating faster than we had expected a virus of this type to. Right. And I think the mystery remains as to how those mutations play into its change in where it's infecting people and how it's spreading and everything. Right. Um, I don't think it's very likely to suddenly mutate into like Ebola or some shit right. like that. You know what I mean? Like I, that's just like not really how this thing works. Yeah. But I will say that, well, you know. What if you took like COVID as a respiratory illness, Ebola's like symptoms uh-huh. and a shark? Oh shit. That'd be like the most dangerous disease ever, right? Whoa. That's the shark really changes this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharks are like much bigger than most viruses. I was about to say, you'd be like, oh, the virus is coming right at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, And then he bled out from the Ebola. So so one thing I do want to mention, though, is that right now, this kind of monkeypox we have is uh, what's called clade 2 instead of clade 1. Clade 2 monkeypox doesn't kill people very often. Right. Clade 1 monkeypox actually is, it's not as deadly as smallpox, but it's like up there. Yeah. And so technically in the world of monkeypox mutations... There you know, is a it, place to it, go. It, it is possible that yeah. it could become more virulent or more deadly. Right. Like, that is technically possible. Yeah. But I don't think that that's the thing people are super worried about right now. I right. think people are super worried about the fact that, like, zero people give a shit about this pandemic for some reason. Right. And, like, there's just not that much happening about it. Right. Which is very frustrating. Right. Um, I tell you what, I still wear masks at grocery stores, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, the masks don't really do anything about monkeypox, but that's... Oh, well, then I'm not worried about it. <laughs> it's just... Oh, man, it's so... F- we ha- we already have a vaccine for it. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. How is this possible? In this case, you really like, are referring to, like, government action and, yeah. and vaccine awareness. Yeah. Just being like, hey, guys, just get vaccinated for monkeypox. Yeah. We don't even need to wait for a vaccine to be FDA approved. Like, literally, this vaccine already exists, and we've been giving it to people for a long time. So, like... Right. 
We just need more of it and then to make people get it. So right? are you going to, in protest, vote Republican this November? <laughs> got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to make a stand, <laughs> What's dude. What's Joe Biden doing? <laughs> what else are they going to understand yeah. but that kind of political violence? <laughs> All Joe Biden is doing is managing foreign policy and passing bills. <laughs> I got to vote green. <laughs> oh my god um okay so so let's say thank you to stacy song our sound lord and engineer i'm glad we pulled out of afghanistan <laughs> me too i know john oliver's like we gotta help him it's like look man i wish we could help people without killing them all but like america for whatever reason can't walk into bubblegum on this one yeah i mean the issue <laughs> <laughs> is we can't actually walk or chew bubblegum separately. You know I what I mean? Like, like, literally, literally, America can't even handle its own affairs. Right. Like, in any kind of totally. semblance of, of, like, responsible adulthood, yeah. right? So for, for whatever reason, humanitarian response for America must first necessarily... Like they, they must follow war, <laughs> right? Like, that makes humanitarianism not worth it from an American perspective, because first you had to invade that country for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I think it is genuinely fucked up that, like, you know, in Vietnam, there was a consensus around immigration, uh, wherein, right, we could, like, bomb the shit out of a country for, like, 20 years, and then be like, okay, we'll bring some other people in. Whereas this time, we bombed the shit out of a country, and we're like, ew, I yeah. don't want you. Yep. And they're like, I interpreted for you for 20 years. You're like, eh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fucked up. We've gotten shittier. Sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree with you. It's just, It's yeah. weird to say, like, last good year, 74 Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird place to be. Agreed. Uh, I already said thank you to Stacey Songer, sound lord and engineer. Thank you, Brian and Griff, for art. Yep, yep. Uh, we have an email address, petridishpod at gmail.com. Yeah. We have a Twitter account. It's at dishpodcast. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash petridish. Guys, stay safe. Strap your shit. Oh. All right. Yeah. It's benign science, baby. Yep. See y'all next time. Woo!